and you're listening to On The Moon, the podcast, episode number one. Before I even begin, I just have to say thank you so much for all the love I got last week, all the likes, the comments, the follows, the lovely, lovely DMs I've received. That has made me so, so happy to see so many people as excited about me doing this podcast as I am. I'm hoping that you had a great week. I had an okay week, I'd say. It's been... It hasn't been really different for me since lockdown has ended because I haven't really been socializing that much. I don't really know. I'm just, it's just too cold for me here. My Mediterranean ass just keeps getting really cold. And I know that Istanbul friends might be like, um, sis, it rains, it snows here as well. It gets really cold, but I know, I absolutely know. But I think it's a different kind of cold that we get here in London. Like it's, it's way crispier, if that makes sense. And people in London, if you're like, hold up, it snows in Istanbul, it absolutely does. It gets so cold. This unlocks so many memories from high school where we would get snowed in and literally would not be able to go to school and exams would get cancelled or like pushed back. That has definitely happened at least twice in my entire high school career, so... Yeah, um, do what you want with that information. I don't know if that adds anything to your life, but today I want to talk about something that has been circulating the internet for ages now, I think. And as someone who's trying to experience TikTok and just kind of explore it a bit as a... Actually, I have no idea if I'm a Gen Z or a millennial now that I speak of it, because some websites say it starts with 1996, Whereas some of the websites are like, no, it's 97, no, it's 98, 99, I don't even know. But yeah, I'm 96 and I feel like I'm more of a millennial than a Gen Z because sometimes their humor on TikTok is a little bit too spicy for me to understand. So I just get a bit, yeah, so I think I'm a millennial. But if you have any opinion on this, I'm September 1996. Do let me know if I'm completely wrong and if I'm like Gen Y or something, I don't know. (laughs) So the other day I watched The Holiday for the first time and if you want to yell at me right now, I completely understand. As a 24-year-old film studies graduate, the fact that I had never seen the iconic The Holiday, it's kind of blasphemous. I don't understand how that happened and I'm very sorry about it. I completely... I'm embarrassed, like I'm ashamed, you do not have to call me out on it. And I was blown away. Also, I was sobbing by the end. Like the bit where Cameron Diaz gets out of the car and runs back to the house. Wow, I was a whole mess. But the reason I'm talking about this film has nothing to do with Cameron Diaz, even though she has the most gorgeous haircut in that film and it's making me want to dye my hair blonde again. I'm not going to do it. No one needs to worry. No one needs to stop me or anything. But yeah, she's gorgeous. Anyways, I did not actually realize that the film was also about Kate Winslet. And I was actually so shocked to see that it was about a British girl in Surrey because I just assumed naturally that it was going to be set only in the US as it was, I think, an American film. But Kate Winslet's storyline, I think, is just absolutely beautiful. And it's so inspiring and it's so relatable that I just had to talk about it. Because today I want to discuss the whole main character thing, you know. Even though it has been famous with TikTok now, 
it's still like a life concept. And Kate Winslet in The Holiday goes from realizing that she's a side character to fully living her life, embracing her main characterness. And obviously Jack Black playing the piano and composing an entire soundtrack for her to live on does kind of help. But also it's just her realizing her worth. Wow. Because before she switches houses with Cameron Diaz, she's in like this company, I think like the Telegraph or something. And she sees her ex-boyfriend who she's still very madly in love with get engaged to another woman and she's just not having a great time. She's just straight up not having a good time. And obviously it's a film. I get that it's a film. I get that not all of us are going to, actually none of us are going to switch houses with a rich lady in LA who wants to have some time off in like a little village in Surrey. I have no idea where it is. It's pretty, but it's, it's definitely a village. <laughs> Although if anyone in the US listening to this wants to switch houses with me, if you're a rich lady in Los Angeles, like you can, you can take my flat in Malibu and I don't mind for a while, you know, if you just want to get away from it all. I wouldn't mind some sun right now. But even a movie character who is actually one of the protagonists realizing her worth and realizing that she's actually been acting like the side character in other people's lives is... Oh my god, the power it holds is just amazing, honestly. And Jack Black composing her a whole soundtrack that she can listen to as her own like life soundtrack is just so pure. And honestly, I wouldn't mind having a guy just follow me around with a piano, playing music, playing some tunes, depending on my mood that day. I would not mind it. Like someone just playing some... Eric Satie, if I'm just walking down the road, getting a coffee, getting a croissant in Hyde Park, that would be quite, quite dreamy. But anyways, again, we're not in a film, you know. Although it did kind of made me think about how, you know, when you're a kid and you're in a car and you have your headphones on, it's connected to your MP3, you, or like your Walkman, I did have one of those. Yes, I know they're very ancient. If you're old, I'm sorry, <laughs> that is ancient for my generation. But you have your music on, you're playing some songs and you put your head against the window and you watch the raindrops coming down and you just feel like you're in your own music video. Honestly, as a kid, for me, it was most of the time Linkin Park or if I was feeling sassy, Pussycat Dolls. I was, yeah, sis was obsessed with both of them. But yeah... I feel like we all did that and we need to remember how much of a main character we felt like as kids and I feel like that scene in The Holiday, Jack Black helps Kate Winslet remember that. If you hadn't actually seen the film and I'm spoiling everything for you, I'm very sorry. I just didn't think that there was another person who hadn't seen it other than me in this massive planet of ours. But even before I start delving into the reason why we feel like side characters and how we can fight it, blah, blah, blah. I feel like we need to all embrace the power of the made-up music video. Like when we're in a car or a bus, we just need to put our... Actually, wait, coronavirus, we should not be putting our heads on the window. No, just like ignore what I just said. But still, we need to be dramatizing it. I know this absolutely sounds like that TikTok audio that's like, you need to start romanticizing your life. 
And I know that Gen Z kind of make fun of it, but it actually makes so much fucking sense. You need to dramatize it. You need to romanticize it. And if listening to Harry Styles' soft voice is going to help you with that, please be my guest. Actually, I might even end up making a playlist being like main character songs. I'm, I'm pretty sure that exists on the internet, but there definitely has to be some songs that we can listen to every once in a while depending on the activity that we're doing. Like if I'm emptying the dishwasher, I feel like Britney is the way to go because some sass and like some freedom for dance movements. And if you're doing your skincare routine, I think maybe Lizzo because self-care and good as hell. You You probably look good as hell, so she might as well say it for you. Yeah, I mean, okay, up until here, it's all banter. It's all fun and games. But... To actually become the main character, we need to look at why we feel like the side character. And I'm so sorry, but Kate Winslet did not have Instagram in that film. She did not have social media, or as far as I remember. So she had no online stuff bugging her, other than, I think, the guy sending her emails or something. So she had it easy, okay? I feel like we deal with a way worse situation of side characterness these days. And it's all because of how we see social media and how how we've placed social media in our lives. And it might be hypocritical because I exist on social media and if you're listening to this, you probably exist on social media because if you've discovered this podcast by chance, okay, I'm going to give you an award, hit me up. But yeah, we all exist on it. However, the reason here why I'm bringing it into this beef is because it affects us in so many different ways that we never think about. Like it affects our subconscious and how we perceive ourselves and how we perceive our place in this world. Now, when I talk about social media in this context, please don't ever think that I'm shaming anything you do because I do all of these things that I'm going to say. But I sometimes find myself clicking off of someone's content or turning off a YouTube video or just like unfollowing someone or muting someone because consuming their content simply makes me feel a bit like a failure because I compare myself to them. Like I really want to become the person that wakes up at 6am every single morning and I actually did that for a while in the beginning of the second lockdown because my body just started shutting off at like 10, 10 10.30 p.m. So I would naturally go to bed so early and then I would wake up at 6.30 or like 7 sometimes and I started doing like an early morning yoga sesh and it was so nice. Like I would light some candles, I would watch the sunrise, blah, blah. But then after a couple of weeks, my body just stopped doing it like out of the blue. I started not being able to wake up and I felt like I needed more and more sleep, which I completely understand. Like we're in the middle of a global freaking pandemic and I was doing more work-wise, so I naturally needed more rest. It's the most natural thing our bodies can do, honestly. And there also is the little fact that I started watching Prison Break. I have never seen it and I have come up to season four so far and it's been like, I think three weeks or like two and a half weeks. So I naturally have been staying up a bit later just so I can consume a bit more of 
Michael Schofield content, and yeah, he's a babe, I love him. But anyways, because of that, I started watching more YouTube videos that are like 6am morning routine, you, you all know the type. And I know that they mean well, and I know that it's like there's a demand for those videos, and I am a part of that demand, but I click off of them sometimes because even though it's meant to be inspirational, it makes me feel just so unsuccessful and so unproductive because I compare myself to them. Like my Virgo ass just can't take it just as inspiration because I just simply have to compete with them. And if they're being more productive, my fucked up brain will be like, oh, you're such a failure. Look at what she's doing. And actually, some people might be watching my ventures and my projects and thinking, oh, boo, I do nothing compared to her. Look at her do all these things. She's so confident, blah, blah. I'm, on, I'm just sat on the couch, whatever. But Miss Girl, I'm sat on the same fucking couch as you. And I'm also watching other people. And I'm also feeling inadequate. Yet the main reason why social media affects us like this is because we forget that when we see other people's posts, it's projections of them doing things. That is simply how they choose to share their lives. It goes through an entire lens of how they wish to be perceived. And comparing our reality, our sweatpants, fuzzy socks, period pains, whatever reality to that is just wrong. Because you're comparing your internal reality with all of its good and bad, productive and lazy, to the outward projections of other people that they simply choose to put out. It's always a carefully managed and specifically positive projection of them. They're designed to make them appear strong, successful, capable, hot, independent, whatever look they want to give off. And I do that, you do that. When we post on Instagram, we simply want to appear in a way. I mean, there's filters for that, there's Facetune for that, there's Photoshop for that. I don't know, there's so many things for that and it's a vicious cycle and everyone feeds off of each other's content that is designed to make them appear strong, successful, capable, whatever. And we're all looking at each other and we're all feeling the same thing and it's just, it's never ending. Yeah, I do this on social media, but I also do this in real life as well sometimes especially like I love doing yoga I've been doing yoga pretty much on and off for like five years now and it's definitely a good constant in my life that helps me keep anxiety calm and like distress everything helps me manage all of those things but sometimes in a class like sometimes I do this in zoom I do this in the actual class as well I feel like I compare my positions to the people around me and Honestly, yoga is like the least competitive sport. It's not even a sport, it's exercise. It's a form of meditation that is designed for you to get in touch with your body and become at peace with your body, be in tune with your movements and your mind. And it's honestly, it is the best thing. But sometimes I would get a bit competitive, you know? Like if the person in front of me was doing their dancing bow and the leg was straight, I'd be like, yeah, like dance a pull up, straighten the leg. And that is so wrong. I might sound like the worst fucking yogi on earth right now, but I'm just telling you it's a reality. It does happen sometimes. And I feel like we do this a lot on a daily basis. 
However, as we are going through a global pandemic, we have started doing this on social media. Like even in lockdown, I don't know if you remember, but I mean, Ellen got called out for a lot of things, but even people comparing themselves to like celebrities like Ellen posting their, oh yeah, we're staying at home videos with their, I don't know, 40 million pound homes. I might be making that number up because I did just make it up, but yeah, content like that, like made people compare their living arrangements and how they're passing lockdown to other people and TikTok. It's just a whole toxic world out there on social media. And as we're all at home, we consume so much of it. Like I consume so much of it. And then that makes me unhappy sometimes about the way that I'm passing my time and the way that I'm being unproductive. Yet I'm unproductive because I consume all of that content. So consuming it doesn't actually allow enough time for me to be as productive as I want to. And do you see where I'm going here? It's a never ending cycle again. And this makes me think about a couple of things. First of all, I feel like this is kind of a superiority complex that social media has made us feel. Because like we're feeling like whatever we're doing, there is someone else better doing it out there. Like this might even just be like living. Like there are influences, there's people being paid to promote a certain type of lifestyle. And when you see that, you might be like, oh, wait, they're living life better than I am. And how fucked up is that? Like it is your life and you comparing how you're living your life to what someone else posts about how they're living their life is just, no, 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 no. Like that is just so wrong. And like, do you even, do you have to be the best? Do you have to think that you're the best? No, you don't. There is always going to be someone else that you think is doing better, even if there isn't, because it's kind of a weird materialistic scale of measuring happiness or like success here. And that is just so wrong because it's, it's not an accurate scale. It's warped. It's all completely rejected. It's all a performance. And we all perform and we all buy each other's performance. Like instead of buying a ticket to someone else's performance, you have to just be the main character. Honestly, this makes me also think that I think it was a philosopher, this guy, George Berkeley, and he had the whole theory about the tree. And if a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to see it, does it still make a sound? I mean, I might be completely taking it out of context here, and I'm so sorry for all the philosophy bros who want to <laughs> lecture me on it or something, but if you're having a good time, and if you're happy, and if you're successful, does it, is it still valid if no one knows about it? And is your concept of being happy or having fun defined by who perceives you to be doing that and who validates that you are actually happy? Absolutely not. We can be happy and we can be successful and independent or strong without putting it out there for other people to validate it. Obviously, I'm not saying don't post because it's fun. Social media is fun, but just do it for the right reasons. Don't put it out there so that other people can tell you that you're the main character of your life. Because that just defeats the whole purpose. 
because your worth is not defined by how you are compared to others. It is absolutely not defined by how others see you either. Likes, swipes, follows, all of those words that have sadly become quite important to us don't actually matter when you look at it on a day-to-day basis. Because living your life solely based on the opinions of people who don't actually know you, who simply validate your existence via an app, is not actually living. That is just being dependent on other people's opinions. And as a main character, you don't want to do that. If you're the main character, you already know you're the fucking best. You already want to live your life to the fullest. You already want to be like confident in yourself without other people's opinions. Now you might think, Mina, you're being so hypocritical here. Like, have you figured it all out? Absolutely fucking not. I have not. I am not that person. Like, I might seem confident. I might seem like I know that I'm a hashtag main character. But I have my moments of sometimes not believing in it. But I believe that it's definitely a process. And it's something you have to include in your daily life and your daily routine. Because if we don't make the effort to feel like the main character, we're just going to spend years just being someone else's side character. And I don't mean this in like a romantic way. You can literally be the side character of most people that you have in your life. Like you can live your days just not being very present, like your head down, craving some validation from an app, just craving swipes, craving likes, heart eyes, blah, blah, from an app and just forget that there is actually life happening outside as well. And I know I do that so much. And I think, one, this comes down to acknowledging the effect that social media has on you. I have recently done this this summer after going crazily viral and having people both praising me and attacking me. It definitely took its toll on me and I felt like I depended on the validation that people gave on me and my work and everything but that is <laughs> that is a topic for another episode my friend however acknowledging that and acknowledging the effect it had on me was obviously with a lot of therapy as well definitely helped and I feel like that is the main step that you have to first take and after that it's all it all comes down to being more present and not being present as in like journaling every moment of your life, but actually being conscious of what goes on. Like, because it's so easy to just get caught up on TV or just your phone endlessly scrolling or just aimlessly being sat on the couch or your desk the entire day and just seeing and watching the day go by without actually being present. And I feel like journaling definitely is something for that. And I am still trying to figure out how to make it a part of my daily routine. Because even though I love and adore the concept of journaling, it's just not something I've been able to do consistently ever. And as someone who calls themselves a writer, I know that that is kind of hypocritical. But my notes app is my bitch when it comes to that. And even that, just like scribbling your thoughts, being present in the moment and actually taking care of yourself so that you have the energy to do all of those things. 
I also feel like confidence is obviously a big point when it comes to this because this whole main character energy is being confident and thinking that you're worthy of that. And confidence is definitely a really hard one. Like I've had so many people who are like, oh, you're so confident and like thinking I'm just really confident. But honestly, again, that's just an outward projection and it's actually quite a good one. I'm not dissing all outward projections, but for confidence to become a thing, you... I think it was Aristotle who was like, fake it till you make it. But you kind of have to. For people to think of you as confident you have to first think of yourself as confident and then act like it and then it will just give you the confidence to I think I just said confidence like 20 times in this sentence and I'm very sorry about that what I'm trying to get at is all of these things that we've discussed earlier today all come down to being confident in yourself and being confident that your routine is not leaving you out of things like so that you don't get FOMO for the things that you're not doing because you're so confident in the things that you actually are and you're the main character. So there's no FOMO happening about anything else, about anything anyone else is doing because that's none of your fucking business. You're doing your own thing. You're confident. Now you might be like, Okay, you just shat on social media so much, but can it not be positive, Mina? Of course it can be. It obviously can be a positive thing. Like, there's so many accounts that are trying to spread more of a transparency on social media. There's so many body positive accounts. There's so many, I don't know, feminist accounts. Just so many accounts that are trying to help you see things for what they are. But I think the problem here is that our subconscious has been trained to perceive images of social media in a certain way that we need to unlearn that and we need to reprogram ourselves to consume that kind of content in a different way and compare ourselves to other people's projections in a different way. Obviously, just like anything, social media can be a very positive place to talk about. Like there's so many mental health accounts that I follow that post nice images and nice text posts that put things into perspective for me. And I really like that. But I know that their content is there to help. And I obviously take it like that. But when I look at influencers, especially like the really big ones, comparing yourself to them is very, very easy. And that is the type of content that you need to take with a pinch of salt. Right, so before I actually give you some tasks for you and me to do about becoming the main character, let's just quickly recap what we learned until this point, or what we learned to unlearn. Um, So we learned that social media, what people post on there about what they're doing and what they look like and their successful stories and everything, it is their outward projection. It is how they choose to show the things of their life. And you taking that in as the absolute, complete 24-7 reality is problematic, my friend, because not everyone is perfect all the time. Nobody's perfect. Like Hannah Montana once said, okay, a really loud car just passed by, so I'm very sorry if you can hear it, because Blender just does not want to let me record this episode this weekend. And we also learned that there's no point in 
being in awe of other people for their confidence because you, my friend, can also be confident. And even though obviously it's a very hard thing for all of us to figure out, you just have to back yourself when it comes to your daily choices and your activities and you have to support yourself. You should stop criticizing yourself 100% because that is where it all goes wrong. When we don't believe in ourselves, how can we expect the rest of the world to believe in us? Second guessing your every move is not something a main character does. A main character backs themselves 150 fucking percent and just goes on with their life. I just want to say once again that I'm also learning these things with you right now. I am also doing so much research on this and reading all the self-help books I can get. Like I've read so many this year and if you want me to talk about them, I can later on. But honestly, I think the most important thing about this is accepting that this is a process. It's not going to be like you're going to wake up one day and realize you're the main character of your life and just go along with it. Or Jack Black's not going to compose a music thingy for you to live on. This is real life. So it's a whole process. It's going to go on for years, for days, for months, for whatever, how long it takes. I actually did some internet research on this and there's so many articles from like positivity websites that are like how you can become the main character of your life. And some of them, I must say, are a bit live, love, bluff for my liking, a bit too much like that, but they do make sense. Like one of them says that you should put yourself first always and take care of your mental health, which 100% sis, that is the absolute truth and another one says you need to concentrate on what you're doing today and not delay the things you want not delay the things you're trying to achieve and actually consciously take steps towards achieving that goal today and I think one of the most important ones is being nice to yourself I feel like we see this a lot but none of us really takes this seriously just imagine you're talking to yourself as if you're another human like you wouldn't be mean to someone else so why are you being mean to yourself I do this a lot I sometimes look in the mirror and I call myself out on it because I have to live with myself my entire life and so do you not with me but like yourself so if you're treating your friend that you have to live with your entire life bad how is that relationship gonna go you know and a main character wouldn't treat herself badly or himself or themselves. Yeah, we need to learn how to let go of that. And we need to learn how to actually be nice to ourselves. And that isn't just buying ourselves chocolate or buying ourselves a Jo Malone candle. It is actually being nice to yourself and treating your mental being and your body nicely. And this other one that I actually really enjoyed because it sounds a bit mysterious is... Main characters are rebellious and one of a kind and badass and cool. And I fucking love that. Like to be the main character of like a spy movie. Oh my God, Spy Kids. Imagine being Alexa Vega in Spy Kids. Like that is some peak main character energy. One of the best main characters of my childhood, I would say. And I think now she has like three kids. How crazy is that? Time flies when you're a spy child saving the world from a video game that's trying to kill everyone <laughs> okay back to the main topic so okay you might be like yeah okay banter yeah okay deep chats about main characterness social media confidence blah blah but how do we actually do this 
Like, I know that I can go into so much more detail about every single one of these things, but I'm learning. (laughs) I'm still exploring these topics, and I definitely will talk about social media in an other episode, upcoming episode, because there's just, social media can't just be one episode, especially for someone like me who's been affected by it so much, but also who is also very grateful for all the opportunities that social media has brought to me. But I feel like we need to all personally work on being the main character of our lives. And that has nothing to do with social media. Like that should not start with social media. Also won't end with social media. Social media can just be a side gig, you know. Social media can be the side character of your life. Not the main character. Not the main thing that you depend on. So I want to actually give you some tasks. And myself. I will also be doing these. And just some very quick tasks and like journal prompts to get us thinking about this and kind of help us place ourselves in the world, like help us make sense of things and just put it all into perspective, you know, especially at a time like this when most of us are at home. I mean, in London, we have now kind of eased off a little bit, but also Christmas is coming, New Year's is coming, it's probably going to be back to lockdown. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just speculating. No idea what Bojo wants to do. And in Turkey, I know you've just gone into lockdown. So hope you're all staying safe with that too. But the first task that I think we should all sort of take seriously is limiting social media use. Not just, I'm not saying go off of Instagram. I'm not saying don't go on TikTok, but just limit it, especially at moments where you feel like you're just being very caught up in it and you just feel a bit overwhelmed by all the content your brain is consuming and especially if you do this before night honestly I dream of the things that I've seen on social media like 10 minutes before going to bed and this is because there's so much like stimulating content out there that messes with your brain I don't know anyone sciencey want to tell me what I'm actually talking about please go ahead but I'm just saying limit social media especially in the moments where you feel that it's toxic, where you feel that it's doing something toxic to your brain. And when that happens, go watch some penguin videos on YouTube, honestly. The ones where they like slip and fall or like just bump into each other. And yeah, or baby goats. Oh my God. I actually used to be obsessed with watching goats just like faint. Just honestly, write it on YouTube, baby goats fainting. Or baby goats jumping around in pyjamas. Oh my god. It is the best content out there on YouTube. Honestly, it's the best. It's better than any influencer you can follow. Like baby goats over influencers every single fucking day of my life. The other task, other than watching penguins and baby goats, is just taking some time off. I mean, I do this sometimes and then I end up not responding to people's DMs because... Apparently, Instagram has become like the main source of communication for some of us, which I don't blame us. Like, it just happens. But just take some time off where you don't go on all of them and you don't do anything that's going to stimulate your brain a bit too much and just be present in the moment. Honestly, just chill. Like, whichever way you interpret this, just do that. Like, chilling for people is very different. I wish. My chilling routine right now could be just playing Wii by myself, like Wii tennis. I would kill to have a Wii in my house right now. 
but my Wii is in Istanbul and I'm definitely going to bring it next time I get to go back, hopefully sometime in 2021. But honestly, just do what sparks joy. That doesn't require you to interact with other people on social media. Or like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is definitely one that, oh my God, it calms your brain so much. So definitely go do that when you take your time off. Or as you know, there's always the simple option of just reading a book. Another very important one is I feel like main characters are very celebrated because they always know what they're doing. They always have a goal that they're striving towards. They always have something that they're working to achieve. So write down your short and long-term goals so that what others do on social media doesn't distract you because you're already set. You already know what you're doing. You already know what you're working towards. And if you do that, you're not going to get sidetracked about what others are saying, what others are doing, because you're going to be looking straight ahead with your goals in hand, with your journal in hand. And even though you probably won't figure out how to reach them in the first place, you can, you can always work on it. And not being distracted and staying in your lane is the most important thing here. I think another thing that a main character can do is writing down things that they're grateful for. Because having our values or things that we know we need in our lives or people we know we're grateful for in our lives, oh my God. I'm sorry for that horn, but I just, I felt like I said it quite well, so I don't want to redo that. (laughs) But yeah, just being aware of who and what you're grateful for will really put things into perspective. And you might be grateful for just like having a home over your head in today's chaos. And then when you know that you're grateful for that, seeing influences trying to promote some silly thing that you do not need is going to be, you're just going to find it funny because you're already going to know what you need and what you're grateful for. I think another very important thing is just finding a way to ground yourself. And I don't mean this in like, oh, your ass is way too high up, you need to bring it down kind of thing. You just have to find a way to actually be in touch with the ground. This can literally be going for a walk in the park or a nice yoga routine. I definitely recommend yin yoga because it grounds you so much and it also helps you stretch it out and just let go of like tension, like emotional tension. Honestly, I know so many people don't understand this, but some yoga poses just release so much tension that you have built up, like in your head, in your just like mental health, just things that you are not letting go of. Some yoga poses, like especially like camel, um, Google it because I I have no idea how to describe the shape. They just release so much emotional tension and that is definitely a great way to ground yourself. It helps you put things into perspective. And also meditation, which I'm still trying to figure it out because I get really distracted. So if you have any tips, hit me up. But I get really distracted just trying to sit on the cushion. So I do have a nice meditation cushion. But how do I ignore the cars? Or like if I put my AirPods in and just have some meditation music playing, how do I ignore the music? Because then I'm aware of the moment. Anyways, I'll let you know if I figure that out, but I definitely do recommend yoga to ground yourself. And also, I know we have spoken about this a couple of times in this episode so far, but music is so important. I just listen to music 
probably all the time other than like right now because I'm recording but if I'm at home my I don't want to say her name now you know the the Amazon lady the speaker lady because if I say her name she's gonna yell at me now but yeah she's always playing some sort of music for me be it like meditation music or like Christmas carols right now if I'm just baking for one or yeah just have a life soundtrack. I know how corny and how cheesy this sounds, but having a soundtrack to your life can just make you more present. And my absolute favorite main character music, main character song is no doubt just a girl. Honestly, give it a go. Go for a walk today down the street. Please wrap up though. It's really cold. And listen to Just a Girl by No Doubt and you are going to feel like you're Regina fucking George strutting down the street and you're gonna feel like the most main character, the mainest main character that ever was. And yes, that was the song that I (laughs) told Alexa to play in the beginning of this episode. (laughs) And I did just have to unplug her so that I could say her name because she does yell at me at the most random times. And she, when I'm having a main character moment, she will literally yell, now connected to iPhone out of nowhere. And completely ruined my vibe but it's okay we love her she still plays my music so I hope that the things I've talked about today have made some sort of an impact on your life or I hope that they have somehow started a thought process in you or made you reconsider things or reconsider the way you look at social media or just make you a bit happier you know just give you motivation or inspiration because I just feel like it's such an important topic and we have to put things into perspective when we are so hard on ourselves. Like toxic productivity culture is the worst thing and when it feels like everyone else around you is doing something and as I said, you're just waiting for a train that's never going to come, you have to realize that not everyone has to get on the same train. You have to be expecting something else like you're going to be doing something else not everyone can have the same priorities so I hope from this episode onwards you can allow yourself to be a bit more chilled you can be nicer to yourself be kinder to yourself and I hope that you're actually considering doing my tasks and writing down your gratitude or writing down your short and long-term goals. I hope I have kind of brought a light into the whole main character thing because even though it feels like a fun thing on TikTok or if it feels like a humorous or like a live, laugh, love kind of thing on Instagram or internet, it is actually, it all has to do with you and you're the starting point of it. And that's like the most main character thing ever. It starts with you. It starts with you believing in yourself. I want to end this discussion with the most important message that I think this podcast episode should give is that your worth is not defined by how you are compared to others. It is not absolutely not defined by how others see you. It all depends on how you perceive yourself. It all depends on how you see your place in this world. And if you don't see yourself worthy, no one else is going to be. And do not let other people on social media affect your worth because you are so important and you are the main character of your life, but you can't act on it unless you realize it. You can only unleash the power of being the main character 
when you realize that you're the main character. So pull a Kate Winslet and just take your life in your own hands. I'm going to stop now because I'm sounding a bit like Oprah and there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm just going to let her do her own thing. (laughs) Anyways, if you listen up to here, I hope that you learned something and hope you thought it was good. (laughs) If you didn't, it's okay. Just let me know what I can improve on. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all the love and the support. If you haven't already, please click follow on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this from. It's also on YouTube. You can check that out as well. Give me a subscribe. And once I'm done recording here, I'm actually going to put my AirPods in and go for a nice walk. It's kind of cold outside and I think it's raining, but it's okay. Main characters can do anything they want and the rain isn't going to stop me. And I think I'm going to bake some gingerbread cookies and I'll share them with you on Instagram, obviously, after I share this episode, which I'm kind of excited about. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. You are very nice and very kind for doing this and you can achieve anything you want to achieve. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, anything, you just want to send me some photos of baby goats, please do so. You can slide into my DMs at Mina on the Moon on Instagram. And if there's any specific topics that you think I should discuss in the upcoming episodes, you can also tell me that as well. I'm always happy to take any feedback I can get. That would be very nice. Anyways, have a lovely day. Stay safe, wrap up and be the main character of your life. Peace out. Bye. Thank you.